Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. I'm Emily. <laughs> and I'm Crystalline, and I'm feeling forcibly grounded this week by my own body, which does happen sometimes, you guys. Oh, if you hear my voice get tight, it's because... <laughs> Christmas in a lot of pain and we're just going to push through and if they grunt and groan we're going to honor their pain and send them all of the love and healing oh energy God. that we can and laughing hurts too but I love to laugh so you guys can enjoy this with me I promise it's okay if you're laughing and you're watching the, the, <laughs> the recording oh my gosh oh, I have oh to choose it's okay Okay, uh, I will try to be super not funny this episode. Don't you dare be funny, Emily. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably the worst uh, challenge we could ever have. Okay. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Um, we are, it's the full moon. Let's just start there. It was rough. If it, if it was rough for you, um, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was all around. Just a really, yeah. really challenging full moon. Yeah. Um, a lot of physical stuff, honestly. Well, mm -hmm. New York became one giant bowl of moon water. So there's yeah. that. Lots of activated rats going on. Um, super fun. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I forgot it was supposed to be funny. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. It's so funny it's to watch your face. <laughs> Anyway, um, so that happened. And then like a lot of physical stuff came up too. First of all, the headlines were wild. I even like made a TikTok about it because in like a period of an hour, they like New York flooded. They found Tupac's murderer, Diane yeah. Feinstein died. I was like- That guy the... that was like freaking out on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, Dan showed that yeah. to me. He's like, did you see today? And I was like, did you see today? Moon. Like, do you know what this is? Yeah. yeah. And it to was be fair, the moon. Mm -hmm. it was the moon. And it was a full moon in Aries right before mm -hmm. eclipse season. Normally, this would be an eclipse, but the moon was a little bit too late in Aries or no, too, sorry, too early in Aries to be Sneaky. close enough to the nodes. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. it was very like uh, it was a, a glancing of the eclipse potential. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, we're not going to have another Mars ruled eclipse until next spring so these eclipses are actually going to be venus ruled and we're still looking mm -hmm. at venus being in um by the time of the eclipse she will be in virgo so she's cruising for like not her favorite place not necessarily mm -hmm. her favorite spot so that's something to and she's well. just popping off she <laughs> is she's had it yeah mm -hmm. that's yep. great i'm i'm here for her energy i know we've talked about it on here before but now like multiple different like we have a new temple to Aphrodite that just got discovered last week mm -hmm. and then before that it was Hecate and then Medusa and I'm like oh shit okay so Venus is just raising the old gods levels of energy coming well, in and I love that yeah yeah and to think about you know Venus is currently rising as a morning star um, mm -hmm. I had the absolute stunning honor in Lake Tahoe with you last week to be able to go on walks before sunrise and to see her in all of her bright and wonderful glory over the mountains. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but Venus as a morning star really is considered pretty warrior-esque. Um, mm -hmm. So that's something to be to really be thinking about as we see all these different temples resurrecting themselves. Uh, this mm -hmm. is Inanna coming back out of the end of the world. So yeah. 
Very much so, which I love. And mm-hmm. she's doing it in a amazing, yeah. fiery, incredibly intense sort of way, Yep, which she deserves. She, yep. does, she gets that. <laughs> yeah, I was actually uh, uh, talking about the astrology of it with my mentor. And we kind of had the same impression of like, look at the, the female energy, getting it, you know, like mm-hmm. not settling. Uh, and that's going to continue with the way things go with the eclipses, even though Venus will be in Virgo, where she's technically in her fall uh, during these eclipses, we're also thinking about, you know, the eclipse is about the sun and the moon and those mm-hmm. conditions. I've been doing a lot of talking astrologically about what traditional sources say about eclipses. And we'll probably get more into that detail next week's uh, episode. So the eclipse specific stuff is for next week. I think I think it's really cool that what we're going to do this week is focus on how to get everything in before eclipses. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important to talk about because I do think these eclipses are going to bring. So basically October is eclipse month. That's just, it just is what it is. So we're just going to start there. That is the the month of eclipse energy. Um, But I think that these eclipses specifically are going to bring in so much creative, aha, shifting Mm -hmm. energy. And I don't think very many of us are going to find us in the same place we were at the start of October to the end of October. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of perspective shifting and physical, like moving here from here, like here to here. Boom. You got to move this over here. Lots of bunnies. Could we not? Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) They just started like thumping around their cage or enclosure. It's not a cage. It's like a Mm -hmm. hutch thing. It's like a little bunny condo. I've seen it. It's awesome. It's a bunny. It's pretty like luxury. Um, (laughs) Besides the point. Um, But it's really going to shift a lot of us very, very quickly Mm -hmm. and with a lot of intention. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I actually think that we're in a space where this type of change is lovely. And Mm -hmm. I think we need to embrace all of the messy that comes with it because it is really truly setting us up for the energy of next year to kind of come in and play. I also think it's setting us in for the energy of the future to come in and play. Like one of the things that I'm getting intuitively is that we're going to be creative because we're going to have to be resourceful because Mm -hmm. we're going to have to wake up to the fact that this is a different world than what we've been kind of just sleeping in. Um, Mm -hmm for a while, you know, like, and that's on a larger scale that may happen individually for sure. But I think it's us as a society. We're like, oh man, we are a different world. We're ready to do something. You know, we've mm-hmm. had our, our recovery time, the whole, that just happened thing, but it's, it's time for us to be like, okay, but what next? I'm, I'm bored mm-hmm. of sitting around in a sense. No, I, I agree with that. It's really interesting. As you we were saying that the lyric from Bo Burnham's inside, like, they could say the oceans rising like I give a mm-hmm. shit. That one just came yep. in. Um, and it's because that chapter is closing. Like, because the next part of that lyric is you say the whole world's ending, honey, already, it already did. Well, mm-hmm. it didn't. Yeah. And now we're here and we're like, cool, that sucked. And now what? And now we don't get to not give a shit about the ocean thing. <laughs> like, we've seen more extreme weather this summer than in most of our entire lives. <laughs> just this summer alone. Um, and I think that that is a big, a big part of that shift too, is like, Hey, remember we're on a planet that's conscious and we have to pull back this now. And like, we have to reconnect with each other again and really move forward in that sort of space. So really interesting that that just popped in Yeah, in the way that it did. We have to remember that we are a member of the planet and Mm -hmm. an aspect of the planet and an extension of the planet. And like, can we please for one second, remember that it's not a separate from that. Right. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So I do think that that's coming in. However, um, it being eclipses, mm-hmm. the universe is doing this work for you. Um, yeah. y- you, you could manifest through it if you want to. You could cleanse through them if you want to. But it's kind of like just trying to pick out a singular cow from a tornado and be like, I want that cow. You're going to get a cow. It just... Yeah might hit you in the face and probably not the one you want. It (laughs) reminds me of like when a new cell phone comes out and you get this color that you're like, well, I would have preferred like blue, but since they only have rose Mm -hmm. gold and green and whatever. And then three months later, they come out with the blue that you wanted. And if you would have just let them like unravel their stuff, uh, it would have been, it would have been everything you wanted because it wasn't available yet. It wasn't real yet, but now it is. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, let the perfect thing come to you. Very much so. And what you thought you had options of. Yeah. Because you can't control that tornado. You can't be like, I want that cow. Because the tornado is like, no, I'm going to give you how you need, not that one. And just chuck it at you, whatever one it is. And that's what the eclipse season is, is it's, hey, this is the stuff the universe is working for you, which every eclipse season is an exercise in trust. It just mm-hmm. is. So if you have massive trust locks coming up now or, you know, coming up in the next couple of weeks, whether it's between... Uh, trusting yourself or trusting the universe or trusting partnerships or trusting just in general, those are the areas I would say to focus some energy on and set some intention around, mm-hmm. not necessarily manifesting or even shedding really intentionally, but just being like, Ooh, these are the areas that I obviously need to work through and that I'm working through and processing. Cause mm-hmm. that's, that's the energy for sure. Yeah. And honestly, the week leading up to the eclipse is not quiet. We do have no. some aspects happening that are really just setting the stage for the stage setting so this is like the overture Mm -hmm. to the to the show um sorry (laughs) i always think about the wicked uh the time Uh dragon clock um which just has no relevance in the actual show except for being referenced a couple times but i I think it makes a lot more sense in the book as i was gonna say have you read the book it is relevance in the book (laughs) yeah i haven't read the full book not great yeah Yeah, i read Um, it i think i read it in high school and i remember being like oh Okay. Um, But yeah, so what we've got going on. So this episode releases on Wednesday for Patreons, uh, for patrons. And that's the day that Mercury is going to move out of Virgo and into Libra. So we have Mercury Mm -hmm. coming into the same sign that the eclipse is going to occur in, a Venus ruled sign. Um, But the cool thing about that is because Mercury is going to be in Venus's sign, on the 8th, when Venus moves into Virgo, we get mutual reception between those two. So they're kind Mm -hmm. of taking care of each other just a little bit, Uh, even though it's not Venus's favorite place to be. Mercury is in touch and sending care packages. Um, So there's that going on. The same day as that, though, when Venus moves into Virgo on the 8th on Sunday, uh, we do have Mars square Pluto. So that can be a little bit uh, high pressure in some ways. I think that's going to bring a lot of things to light. And this is also Pluto getting ready to station direct, which they will do on the 10th. So two days before Pluto goes direct, Mars squares with them. And on the same day that Pluto goes direct, Venus decides to have an opposition with Saturn. So everybody who's been missing Saturn in the skits, you won't have to miss them for long because we have two situations involving Saturn that we'll be getting over the next two weeks. I'm excited Pluto's going direct. Like, I know it's such an outer planet, so it's not something you feel so concretely on a day-to-day, but it's just, it's just a nice energy. It's where we've been having to dig our heels in and where we've been digging. Now we get Mm -hmm. to plant 
you know, we've yeah. been unearthing, you know, you go through and you're like, okay, there's a time capsule in here. I can't plant new seeds in it. Let me unearth mm-hmm. it, see what's in the capsule. And Hey, look, I found seeds in here. I'll put those in the ground now and actually mm-hmm. put them to use. Uh, so that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like it's just it's a little bit of a move forward piece that comes in with mm-hmm. that, that I just enjoy. Yeah. Um, which of course, you know, it moves real slow. So it's not like we're going to see a ton of stuff from that, but it's the energy of it just yeah. going direct is well, comforting. In and a this way. is, this is Pluto trying to make that run for Aquarius again and he'll <laughs> make it, they'll make it. Um, they'll make it again in January and then they'll retrograde again and go back into Capricorn. And, you know, so it'll be 2025 <laughs> before they actually That's get funny. to settle down. Yeah. You make it barely. Yeah, never and mind. Never mind. This is you're Disregard. not ready for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. My light just shut off out of nowhere, so I just had to fix it on the thing. And now all of a sudden, you can see all of my face instead of hey. half of it. Look at that. Super lovely. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't feel quiet. I do think that it feels. Um, if you feel overwhelmed this week, if you get that piece of like, okay. I'm so overwhelmed that there's nothing really I can do right now. So I'm just going to not. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. And if you feel sense. that, empower yourself mm-hmm. to just not. And don't yeah. feel like you're being lazy or that you're just being inactive. You are waiting. This is mm-hmm. the time of my favorite thing to reference from Avatar The Last Airbender, neutral gin. If you mm-hmm. watch, uh, it's like the return to Bossing Say, or no, the return to Omashu episode. Mm-hmm. It's in uh, the book of Earth. When they return to Amashu, Aang gets advice, I won't spoil things, but about waiting for the right moment to, to mm-hmm. act instead of acting immediately. You wait until everything says, yes, all the, the pieces are in place. Now you may act. Eclipse season is a very good example of that. We are mm-hmm. setting ourselves up in the right place to wait appropriately for things to align. Mm-hmm. And with this preparing for eclipse season episode, it is that, okay, well, I'm waiting for these eclipses to hit. It's going to be big energy, especially we're going to talk more specifically about the eclipses as we dive into them, but especially a lot of our listeners are focused in the U S and so mm-hmm. it's going to be extra big energy for them yeah. um, with the eclipses, but <clears throat> with the solar eclipse at least, uh, but preparing there, you might feel like you need to prepare by resting and that is valid. You might feel like you need to prepare by reconnecting with spiritual stuff and that is valid or even reconnecting with creative stuff or doing some fun play things that is valid. What I will say is don't be surprised if in the next week or two specifically you make a very impulsive but correct decision is how I'm going to say if you're like I need a new tattoo and you just boom do it. We got off a call with someone today that's like I'm surprised I'm going to Ireland <laughs> and we're like yeah, yeah. that tracks like yeah. <laughs> like impulsive but correct like impulsive mm-hmm. but honoring decision yeah that's yeah, gonna and, be a big and thing. shout out to janelle because this is someone with a lot of capricornian energy who is honoring the the energy of just trusting by saying i'm going to ireland i have nothing else planned except for my flights currently and that's mm-hmm. just a trust the process kind of situation um and just allowing things to fall into place for you instead of having to do it all yourself yeah. gosh that must be nice so lovely yeah <laughs> I'm learning this right now, uh, learning to do that with more folk magic-y things and stuff like that. Um, it's interesting. That's I highly recommend. Vibe. Yeah, I recommend <laughs> it. I recommend it. When you have, you have a lot of air in your chart too. So yeah, it's the, my whole vibe. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so earth and water. I'm like, how can I control this? And then how can I have anxiety about it? Ph- 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 phenomenal. I'm, just, I'm ready. Um, 
Yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm like, no, it's going to be fine. We're just going to do this and it'll work out. Oh, it didn't. That's fine. I can course correct and try again. And it's just like, no, no issue. (laughs) So join us. It's lovely over here. (laughs) Come on up. It's not the most productive, but it is very lovely. <laughs> it gets done what it needs to get done, though. I highly yeah. admire. I'm, you know, I'm married to a prominent air sign person as well, mm-hmm. and I just watched that happen, and I'm just like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> oh no, Chris. don't make me laugh. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I just find you enjoyable. Oh, thank um. <laughs> you. You get the best compliments right now. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So um, things I would say is even though you're not trying to manifest or um, necessarily cleanse or do anything like that during eclipse season, it is a good time where you right now for this week leading up to it, you can set some intentions of like, hmm, it is a little bit like birthday candle wishes. So I am just going to throw that out there where it's like, Mm. man, I would like the change and shifts to happen in these areas. And it's just like submitting your um, pretty pleas to the universe. Like here, this is what I would really like to happen. I trust your plan, but like this is, if I have any sort of say, this is the say I would like to have. Um, So it's a little like that, which is okay. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend at least establishing those in some capacity of just like what areas you would like the shifts to occur in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can make requests and then, you know, leave room for artistic license. It's like when you um, hire someone to make a logo for you and you're like, I want it to feel like this, but Mm -hmm. you can, you can kind of have fun with it. Um, That's kind of where we're Mm -hmm. at. Like, I want it to feel like this, but I'm really open to seeing your creative interpretation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You find the right, find the right energy to participate in that with basically Mm -hmm. being like, Hey, these are the vibes I want for this eclipse season. And this is what I would like it to set me up for next year. You know, when I say next year, I mean, from like next November to November, Mm -hmm. Um, just to keep that perspective. Yeah. It's really interesting energy. Um, I'm really embracing of it. I'm excited for it. And I'm encouraged that the shifts are going to be what is in the highest and best for everyone regardless about how we feel in them in the moment. Mm-hmm. I That's believe they will tactfully. be. And I'm curious <laughs> to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, I am excited for your shifts. I think uh, we already yeah. have some ideas of where you're going and that's yeah. cool and exciting. Just across the highway. <laughs> I got a new house. Booyah. <laughs> yep. yep. Chris accepted there. They accepted the offer that you yep. guys put in yesterday. Yep. Recording yeah, my office yesterday. is going to be really cool. It's not going to change anything of what this looks like because I'm taking the bookshelves with me. Um, but I'm going to have a fireplace in my office. I'm really up for that. It is quite lovely to have a fireplace in your office mm-hmm. as someone who also has a fireplace in their office. Yeah. I, I really do like how uh, we ended up with similar setups. Like my desk is even going to be mm-hmm. on the same side of the room as yours. I've got sliding doors on the same side. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. Yeah. My kitchen is where your bar is. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i know when you showed me the land of the house i'm like oh it's cool and funky and that's yeah. what i'm dealing with too yeah, it looks familiar. Mm-hmm. yeah. oh which is awesome so yeah. congrats so stoked but for you to the point mm-hmm. you were making you know when i i think i i don't know if i mentioned this now because i've been really proud of this when i got home from lake tahoe i was like okay i'm ready to find a house there's nothing else on my list mm-hmm. now is the time um so i decided to find a charm or spell for finding a house. And I found one and I did it. And I happened to have all of the things I needed for it, which was like, okay, I know this is the right time to do this then. Mm-hmm. And the day after I did it, 
two houses came on the market and we signed the agreement yesterday. So yeah, magic, man. It's really, it cool. works. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Magic yep. works for sure. It just doesn't have the same sparkly flair you think about in books, but that no. doesn't make it not effective. And honestly, the sparkly flair would be really annoying after a while. You think? I think so. Cause like people would be in your face about it. Like this, you can do your work. Yeah. And if you want it to have sparkly flair, you can. You can always make it sparkly. Um, mm-hmm. But like one of the things I'll be doing this weekend is going to our local holistic shop and picking up things to do protection on the house. No one needs mm-hmm. to know how I'm doing that. Um, so yeah. it'll be, it's like you get your options of privacy with the way magic mm-hmm. actually works, which is nice. That is a nice perspective on it. I appreciate yeah. that. That's my Capricorn Saturn for you. <clears throat> yeah, my whole thought is that like, everyone has magic too so if it was Mm -hmm. pretty and sparkly it would be fun because we'd all just have pretty sparkly things together yeah but But we'd also get used to pretty and sparkly and then we'd have to escalate from there this is truth and then we'd need explosions and that's that's no that's interesting no one needs to cast fireball (laughs) but it might be super effective (laughs) super effective does not always make Uh. it the right choice (laughs) <laughs> that is correct mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah i was gonna say something else about that and now i lost it where did it mm. go oh well oh we are gonna have some fun announcements coming up during eclipse season as well so i do just want to yes. like plug those in ordinarily we would probably be starting to talk about it on this episode but we're gonna wait till next episode yeah because we're gonna make yeah. it wait <laughs> yeah well, and we're announcing it before eclipse season. So you will have the opportunity to take advantage of it before eclipse season. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there's no commitment necessary until after eclipse season for most of it. That being said, if you're interested in the forgotten storytellers, that is filling up rather lovely. So um, yeah. now is a great time to send in your pitch and see if this is the right time for you to join. We love to read it. It's fantastic. Yeah. We were, we basically spent all morning doing forgotten storytellers stuff and mm-hmm. it's just, it's so exciting and stuff for the new cohort cohort stuff for our current cohort, mm-hmm. um, planning stuff, the stuff with the publishing company. I mean, all sorts of different things, which is just incredibly exciting and fun. Yeah. Um, so we would love to have you participate. And I mean, if you have an idea for a story, like it's, you don't need to have it fully vetted. It doesn't need to be ready. That's, by design we spend the first two months of the program helping you get ready to write your book Mm -hmm. truly that's what we do um because it's supposed to be a journey like that it's not supposed to be something that you're just you know have it all fully vetted out and you step in fully ready to write like you would need our help if that was the case Mm -hmm. and it's fine to need help and collaboration and things come out the way they're supposed to so yeah and all that being said you get to develop your spiritual abilities alongside of your book which is something that i really love about our program that we can do yeah yeah right Mm um and uh, what I was going to say is just all that being said, if you feel a draw and excited about it, it's worth just sm- submitting an idea and seeing mm-hmm. where it takes you. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you submit your pitch just really quickly and and we feel like we can support it and we can help it along, you get to meet mm-hmm. us uh, and we mm-hmm. get to talk about the like everything. So if you're like, I'm going to take a shot and see how it goes. And if we're like, yeah, this feels right. We get to talk mm-hmm. before you make any commitment. So it's really, mm-hmm. if you do feel like this could be a thing, go for it. You really have nothing to lose. And uh, that's one of the things we try to maintain. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Oh, that reminds me too. Um, one other thing <clears throat> that's going to come through a lot during this eclipse season is new guides, new entities, new ghosts, mm-hmm. new spirits coming forward and making themselves known. Um, and it could be that you have a new guide that pops in and you're like, hello, what are you here for? And they, you don't really get a lot of information. You just know they're around until, you know, maybe next January or February, like they're stepping into prepare you for this next step Mm -hmm. but also with this eclipse season again the spiritual energy is really active so maybe your characters start popping through during Mm -hmm. this eclipse season like characters that want you to write their story that would make a lot of sense because again ushering in the next step or maybe there's new ghosts or spirits around you because you've shifted the energy in your house and something like that which isn't a bad thing (laughs) it's not a bad thing they get to share space too if you don't want them there you can always kick them out but it's just those little pieces that are also starting to open up to again open us up to the next chapters and versions of ourselves and there's just Mm -hmm. a lot of spiritual intensity that comes with that so i want to make sure to acknowledge that because that's already starting for people but only going to escalate over the next like two weeks or so yeah and especially on the like if you change your house up and you end up stirring up a spiritual energy that is conscious Mm-hmm. It's stirred up and now they're conscious. Maybe this is because you're going to give them the opportunity to make their next move, um, mm-hmm. perhaps to somewhere that's better for them. Yeah, exactly. Get them to express, help you grow at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of it. So just as another point to kind of throw that in there. And then in the second half of the month, we're going to have another announcement as well. That's going to be really exciting. Mm-hmm. So keep your eyes peeled for that as well, yeah, which is going to be different that. than anything else we've ever done ever. Yeah. Nothing you can anticipate. You don't know. You <laughs> I say to a bunch of it coming. Right. I say to all the psyche people listening, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what it is. <laughs> and if you want to guess, go ahead, put it in the comments. We'll be really thrilled right. to see if you get it. Mm-hmm. You see, you might get it to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. All of you are intuitive and beautiful and awesome. And it's not that big of a stretch, but it is something we've never done. And we're really excited about it. <laughs> or at least not done in this capacity. <clears throat> so all is exciting and ready to go in. Um, but yeah, uh, we did have a question that I do want us to talk about before we sign off. And the question was, can family members or um, spousal connections share the same spirit guides? Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to start on that? Or you want me to start on that? Cause I, got I have many some thoughts, thoughts on it, but, um, I think you probably have more direct experience than I do. So I'm, I'm really excited to hear your thoughts. More often than not guides talk to one another within mm-hmm. the family unit. They aren't the same for each individual person. So that is that I would say 99% of the time you don't share a guide, um, but your guides talk to their guides. Mm-hmm. Your guides talk to the guides of the the people you interact with quite often um, <clears throat> because they're in their own world doing their own stuff. So they also get to communicate there. Uh, it is possible. It's not, I'm not going to say no, it's impossible, but it's very, very uncommon and not typical mm-hmm. of guide relationships. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I found too. If you have someone that's coming in and is interacting with the family as a whole, it's usually an ancestor and probably mm-hmm. one that you've met. And I don't know that they're necessarily a guide so much as they're checking in. Perhaps mm-hmm. they'll come in and be there for a moment to help with the transition of another family member or things like that. My yeah. uh, great, great grandmother came in most around the time when my grandmother was passing and mm-hmm. um, nobody else was able to perceive her. And she and I do have a, a stronger connection because she helped me learn healing. But it was also like very clear of I'm here to help your grandmother. You're here to anchor everybody else here while I'm doing my work. And it was like, okay, that's that's the mm-hmm. thing. 
Um, so there's usually a purpose, even if it's just to comfort, closure, that kind of thing. When I used to do gallery readings, a lot of the time they come through. And most of the time it's because, not because you're just like looking for anything. It's because they're there mm -hmm. to provide closure. Uh, they yeah. don't want you spinning in life. They mm -hmm. want you to be able to evolve, grow, have your experiences, those kinds of things. Yeah. I'll also say um, occasionally there is like an ancestral guide that's not necessarily an ancestor, but that is a guide of all of this mm -hmm. family line. Yeah. Um, and that usually comes through some sort of pact or bonding or contract or something. One of your ancestors did like seven generations ago or something that has now followed through the line. So it's less about like you and your spouse and your kids. It's more about them being like, this is the DNA that I am guiding. And mm -hmm. so they will be the guide for a bunch of people. And that again, is also particularly rare, um, but it's not something I haven't seen before. So mm -hmm. I've seen it. Um, one thing that I have seen a couple different times with like spousal guides is sometimes your higher self is your spouse's guide and their higher self is your guide. Mm -hmm. And that has happened before. I've seen that a couple different times again not a rule of thumb by any means and i don't want you to romanticize that necessarily please don't but mm -hmm. um that is something that i've seen happen and purely because that higher self is the best person to help you on your growth and vice versa um and of course maybe that is the relationship you also have with your physical spouse um down here on earth as well but that is just something to keep in mind that that mm -hmm. does happen but not necessarily in a oh, it's because we love each other so much. Like maybe, but it's usually because like, hey, you're always the best at calling me out on my stuff and you can help me grow through this space. And like, you guys kind of both do that for each other. Yeah, yeah. It tends to supersede our physical understanding of relationship. <clears throat> it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. Every single time, every single mm -hmm. time um, on a very deep level, it does. Yeah, so cool. Well, um, that is kind of it. If there's anything you do want to get done before eclipse season, like something that you're pulled to do, whether that's like, I need to get my car fixed or chop some firewood or something like that, like physically, I just recommend leaning in on it in the next like week and a half mm -hmm. doing that if you can, um, or spiritual stuff, if you're really being yeah. pulled to pull cards or, you know, to sit and meditate for a little bit, mm -hmm. you can still do all of those things during eclipse season. It's just something that for preparation's sake to give it a shot. Yeah, I would make sure that you ground yourself as much as possible, know yourself as much mm -hmm. as possible, um, you know, align yourself as much as possible, because we do have these Venus ruled eclipses coming through. Mm -hmm. And that means that relationships may come up. So the more you're aware of yourself, mm -hmm. the more you can understand when a relationship situation comes up, the more you can provide balance um, and, and know yourself enough to understand a situation rather than reacting or, or having fear experiences. Yeah, fully agree. Cool. Drink well, water. drink water. Everyone take a second and send Krista a whole bunch of healing energy so that they're back. <laughs> One, two, three. Yay. <laughs> all of that your way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I like how you um, send energy by celebrating. One, yeah. two, three. Yay. Yay. <laughs> all of the <this> sparkles. <laughs> Sorry. Did I make you laugh? No. <laughs> It's good. Oh, it's good. Uh, Chris, humor as a coping mechanism does not work well when you're in pain. No, but I am the same as you. So I'm not, I I'm know. not mad at all. Like I, I can, I can laugh through the painful part and get into the sustained part and then. Come back. 
when I had my gallbladder surgery, what was it, like a year and a half ago yeah. now? That was the worst part is I cope with humor. Like mm-hmm. I always like, that's how I process. So I will try to crack jokes and I could like, could not laugh, mm-hmm. period. Or stitches rip levels of like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the worst because I didn't know how to process anything. Yep. I <laughs> understand. Like, what do I do? Our whole cohort <laughs> found out at the retreat this this uh, last week. Every time I said something, people were like Scorpio Moon. And I'm like because we decided what my next <laughs> nonfiction book is going to be like. I have a lot of great stories. Most of them end in death. So uh-huh. like this one doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it ends in medication, though. I hope so. Yeah, I've already started doing my own healing work on it. So hopefully, it'll be speedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we hope that you take all of this magic and this energy that is this week. It is going to be busy. It's going to be a lot, but you've got this. Trust your gut. Go with what feels right and go make go some, make magic. some magic. Oh, somebody uh-huh. tell me how that went. I don't know. It felt nice. <laughs> <sighs>